2: Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to another post-game edition of the Dogland Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Jokey. As always, we got Jack McCurry rolling with us. But tonight, we have a a special guest joining us for this post-game podcast to celebrate uh, the Browns' first win of the season. He is Andy Lytle, a.k.a. LA Andy. Andy, it's been a few months since we talked to you back around draft time. How are we doing, man? I'm good, brother. What's
0: going on, guys? Thanks for having me on, man. Go Browns, baby! Yes!
2: Woo. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go Browns. Gosh.
0: If they would have lost tonight though.
1: (gasps) 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 I
2: I know. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we can spend the next week. uh, (laughs) Thankful that uh, the Browns won the game tonight, because I don't know if I could have handled uh, more (laughs) bench Baker talk or anything like that. And I'm glad that they were able to get the job done. Um, Jack, as we get started here, you know, there's a big game from Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who really just completely dominated uh, that that Bengals defense along with the offensive line. Uh, They carried the offense 210 yards, four total touchdowns between the two of them. You know, they broke out the orange pants tonight. It sure looked like it was uh, Biner and Mack back there uh, with the way that they were able to perform tonight.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we talked about it going into the season. Like the key to this offense was running the football and tonight was like the statement, like, this is what our offense is going to do. Defenses try to stop it. I mean, you have two of arguably the two of the top 10 running backs in the national football league. You mean you had one drive where Chubb would take all the carries and you know, Hunt would come in and do it. I mean, it was such a dominant performance. One of my fantasy teams, I had both guys, so I already chalked up 48 fantasy points in week two. So th- that is a fantastic start. But, you know, just to see this offense go through these two guys and then let everything else fall into place, it was just what I think we're going to expect for the rest of the 2020 season is if you're going to stop the Browns offense, you're going to have to stop number 24 and number 27. Andy, what was your thoughts on the performance?
0: Well, I, I, I told some friends before week one that, to me, the magic number is 30-plus touches per game for Chubb and Hunt. And they hit that number tonight. Uh, I believe it was 33 total touches between them both. Um, I mean, we we all knew with Stefanski's offense coming in uh, that these guys were going to be the, the bell cows. And the, the offense was going to run through these two. And they're the engine of the offense. And... You know, it was nice to see Baker come out confident and drive the car, you know, because uh, at the end of the day, Chubb and Hunt are our engine. Uh, but Baker is still driving a car. And gosh, did he need to come out with a start he did tonight um, just for his confidence, because that, that that Baker Mayfield, not just the performance last week, just the confidence in his in his in his 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 mannerisms and his, his his body motions last week he just looked he just did not look like the baker mayfield that we've known since oklahoma just from a confidence standpoint so to to see chubb and hunt run all over the Bengals and to see baker come out smooth and confident that's just what the doctor ordered baby
2: yeah I, let, let's give because you know when they talk to the running backs post game they always give a ton of love to the offensive line and let me tell you what tonight. The offensive line without Jack Conklin, Chris Hubbard was in there. He had a, a incredible uh, incredible game. Uh, Wyatt Teller is throwing people left and right. The offensive line performance tonight, it's been a while since we've seen them be that dominant. I mean, they gave Baker a ton of time to throw. Um, the NFL Next Gen stat said he had about three and a half seconds to throw every time he dropped back, which is just absurd. Which uh, yeah. was about a, a full second more than what Joe Burrow had tonight. Um, In the running game, they were able to um, really dominate the line of scrimmage. And um, not only the offensive line, but the tight ends as well. Uh, Harrison Bryant was fantastic in the run game. Obviously, Austin Hooper. So the the whole front seven, uh, including the two tight ends, just played a a dominant game in in terms of blocking and protecting Baker and giving Chubb and Hunt running lanes.
1: Yeah, that, the whole offense, I mean, was fantastic tonight. Like, I mean, like you guys said, the offensive line was great. The tight ends did their job in the uh, in the blocking game. Even the wide receivers, I mean, the, the couple of the runs that Hunt and Chubb pulled off, you see uh, Beckham, Landry, Kadero Hodge, like everybody was involved in the blocking game because they know, like, if we're going to win, it. And Andy said it the engine of the offense is Kareem hunt and Nick Chubb and they proved it tonight and You know the Bengals defense is getting better, but they still can't stop the run It's reminiscent of the Browns defense like three or four years ago, you know We knew we had some dogs on that side of the ball, but we just cannot stop uh, the run against a lot of teams so you know the Bengals obviously are gonna look and see what they have to do but I'm sure everybody in the league knows our and our upcoming opponents like Washington, Dallas, Indianapolis. Like if they're going to stop the Browns, they have to stop Chubb and hunt. And I don't even know if they'll be able to stop them. Just as how, how dominant they are and have. Yeah, and, been. And, and and honestly, I,
0: I give credit to Stefanski with the game plan that he came without came out with tonight. Um, I, I'm just, I, I think he knew that he was going to be able to run all over the Bengals tonight, but the fact that he came out, with the first two plays, if I'm not mistaken, play action bootlegs with Baker to get him in a rhythm. And damn it, did he ever get in a rhythm? I mean, he start. Did he start off nine of ten, or something like that? Um, but I, I thought that was smart to get Baker confident and in a rhythm early. And worst case scenario, you go three and out, and the next drive you just you just pound Chubb and Hunt. You know, so I, I really like. I, I think. That 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 was a purpose that Stefanski came out with tonight was to get Baker in a rhythm and also get Odell going too. I mean that was a big play, baby, and that looked pretty. That touchdown to to OBJ looked pretty, uh, developed pretty. Uh, it was fun to watch Baker tonight. I, I just I, it, even outside of the of the nice stats he put in the first half, I again I just liked his body language and his confidence tonight because that's when Baker's at his best. And they
2: they did a lot tonight to to really help him out. You, you yes. mentioned those opening play action passes, you know, for him to uh, do that, move the pocket on that bootleg, it, it just helps him see the field a lot clearer. And if you're going to do that, you know, he started out four for four. He had that long touchdown to OBJ. He should have had another one um, on the, the pass interference or holding. Oh. That wasn't called. If oh he, my if gosh. If he didn't hold him, that would have been another touchdown to, to OBJ. So, I mean, he was connecting on all dots tonight. Hopefully, um, that interception that he had late in the second half, uh, they could put, you know, put that behind them. I, I know he got he got a little bit greedy there uh, for that. I mean, if he held on to the ball for maybe another second and then threw it, uh, Harrison Bryant would have been clear of that of the safety who picked it off. But um, you know, he just got a little greedy in that situation. Yeah. But I. I but, but you're right. His body language was so much better. Uh, you could tell on the sideline at the end of the game when him, Landry, and OBJ were sitting there talking to each other. Uh, he looked like the, the baker of 2018. And, you know, if this team is going to have success this season, he has to be that guy. And I, I know he's got his, the keys, man. He's got the keys. Yeah, the he, he's, he's got he's got the keys. He's got the keys to the franchise. And, you know, there there's no benching this guy. And I'm glad, hopefully for now, people will shut up about that. Um, so, you know, there there's a lot that he still needs to improve upon, but it's going to take three, four, five, six more weeks, you know, maybe even to the bye week, which is week nine, uh, to, to fully uh, get in the groove, especially with no preseason um and what now, you know, due to COVID and the pandemic and everything. So they've done uh, a better job uh, tonight, getting him going and uh, he had a much better game. Yeah.
0: He only had the one mistake and it, it was pretty bad. He, 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 never, he, he didn't see that safety at all. He was possessed by the ghost of Ray Charles again for that play. But, um, other than that play, I mean, really, that's really the only mistake Baker made all night that I noticed just from watching on TV. But, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's again, it, it, it's just a relief, guys, because I, I, I could have not handled if Baker did not play well and we lost this game tonight. I, I, I it, Oh, my gosh. It, it would have been an avalanche of hell coming to us.
1: <laughs> it would have been oh, bad. And then it was already starting, because, I mean, you had oh, yeah. the, the national pundits, you know, Cal Heard, Florio, already talking about, well, Case Keenum and Stefanski had a, a great season together back in 2017. It's like, yeah, we know that. That's why he's here, but... Baker needs this whole season. Like, yes, regardless if he has a bad game or a good game, like let him ride the season out. Like, but now he he had, a he put together a good performance. The team won. They put up 35 points. Like everything's like on the right track now. And Baker even said, hopefully we can build confidence off of this. And you know, if we can keep clicking, he said, it's going to be a fun ride. You go, I mean, we had our bad week last week. We had our good week. We just got to start stacking the good weeks up.
2: How, how do we feel about them getting Odell involved early in this game? Because, you know, there's a lot of talk over the last few days, and there was a, a lot of talk across a lot of topics. But uh, Odell was certainly uh, at the top of the list. How do we feel about getting Odell involved early in this game? And, you know, they obviously smart. had success. Yeah. It was they smart had, to do so. It was very smart. You know, they had success with that long touchdown pass. And, um, you know, like Baker with that move in the pocket. If you get Odell involved early as well, the offense just kind of flows different. And I think that's something that they need to focus on moving forward. It helps keep
0: OBJ engaged from the jump too, which I think is key too. Like, I, I don't think, like, I don't think OBJ is like this bad teammate or anything, but I do think sometimes mentally he, you know, He kind of breaks down sometimes from frustration, and I get it. It's tough, you know. Like like the Baltimore at Baltimore, he you know he was frustrated, and his play showed it. And tonight, you get him involved early. You get it just like Baker. I, I you you get him in a rhythm. You get him confident. You get him feeling good. You get that swag going. That's the that's the kind of players OBJ and Baker are. And and not again, guys. We're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID. With a new system, it's going to take time to implement all this. It's going to take time to build the chemistry within this new system. So, again, I I, I give credit to to Stefanski for, for one, getting Baker in a rhythm right out of the gates and getting OBJ involved with Baker and getting that train rolling. And then you come pounding with Chubb and Hunt, and it was good night for the Bengals.
1: A famous poet once said, all we need is just a little patience. And I think Odell realize that and you know I think Andy put it best like we got to keep him engaged last week you know he didn't get the ball until like late in the second quarter and you could tell the frustration on him Uh, granted it was towards the end of the first quarter but I think as soon as you know Baker seeing him going down the sideline he he threw it up to him and he did it twice obviously and both should have been touchdowns you know william jackson blatantly was tearing his jersey off how does that
0: ref who's standing right there not see that my god
1: right maybe his mask was over his eyes but that that's that's the same ref
2: that that missed the aj green one early the first play yeah
1: it's the same ref yeah i mean i just But I mean, it it is difficult because we do have so many weapons on the offensive side of the ball and we only have one football, but like, you got to keep everybody engaged and whether you get the ball or not, you got to stay engaged. Like you got to help all your teammates. And Andy, I agree. Like last week I went on a tangent, said the Browns need to trade Odell. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. We'll see how the rest of the season shakes out, but he was engaged tonight and, you know, they got him the ball. He made his plays and You know, he put the Browns in a position to win and we ultimately won because of it. So, I mean, it's just going to be a week by week thing with Odell probably because he's a playmaker. And if we don't get him the ball, he's going to be frustrated. But at the end of the day, like Baker did his job. He got everybody involved. We put points on the board and we won. So no complaints for me this week on OBJ. Yeah, I,
2: I mean, uh Somebody used the analogy this week, and I forget who it was that compared him to a, a, a streaky three-point shooter. If you get that shooter involved early in the game, um, and he and he starts to find his rhythm, he's gonna be hot for the whole game. But if you get him a touch here, a touch there, and um, you know he misses those shots, it, it's gonna be a, a rough four quarters for him. And I, I feel. Like, like that analogy works so well with with OBJ. If you get him involved early, um, that, as well as we saw, you know Stefanski getting Baker comfortable early, we're able to do those couple things. Um, you're you're going to be in, in really good shape for the entire game. Not only that, you know they got touches for uh, Nick Chubb early on, and you know he's he was able to start to cook early as well. So. They came out with a great game plan uh, Kevin Stefanski did, uh, and they were able to to control the line of scrimmage. And getting these guys in, involved early on paid off for the entire four quarters. All right. Um, looking at the defense. Now, the Browns did give up 30 points tonight, and un- unfortunately... Um, it was a little bit rough go for them but uh you know there are so many injuries on the defensive side of the football that uh they got to get healthy man yeah. they just got to get they they got to get they got to get
0: healthy they got to get healthy uh, cuz right now from the linebackers to the middle of that secondary it, it, it's just a i mean it's just a sieve for for teams to just shred apart um but i i'm curious to see wh- where we're at When we get Greedy and Johnson back and Mac, I'd like to see where the defense is. I really like Joe Woods. I do. Um, I I think I think he was a mighty fine hire. Um, And I I, I think it's mostly I I like the system uh, that Woods runs. That's why I was just absolutely devastated when uh, Grant Delpit got hurt. That was I cried a little bit. Um, I was very, very excited for Grant Delpit. But they just got to get healthy at the end of the day. But, boy, we, we were talking about it before we started, boys. Denzel Ward balled the hell out tonight, man. Absolutely shut down A.J. Green tonight. What a game from Denzel Ward. I mean, that that that's what a lockdown corner does, what, what Denzel did tonight. Absolutely awesome performance. And I'm glad to see because I want to see that boy stay healthy because I know that boy can play. And he, he balled out tonight.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing like, and I think this is what fans look at. They look at the general statistics. And if Miles Garrett doesn't get a lot of sacks or Denzel Ward doesn't get a lot of interceptions, people don't think they're good football players. But, I mean, stats come up constantly saying Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward are great football players. There's a reason why the Browns just paid Miles Garrett a shit ton of money. It's because he makes plays. I think it was he had nine pressures tonight the Bengals had three combined as a defensive unit. I mean, that just shows you right there. What kind of animal miles Garrett is. (laughs) And then Denzel Ward, he locked, he shut down AJ green tonight. He had AJ green had three catches on 13 targets and it wasn't just Denzel. Terrence Mitchell wasn't had a hand in that tonight, Yep. Yep. but Andy played well. Yeah, definitely. Mitchell played well as well. Um, but Andy did put it best. I mean, the injuries, you talk about it. Kevin Johnson's out right now. Greedy. We lost Delbert for the year. Um, you know, Mac Wilson's out there right now. Olivier Vernon didn't play tonight. Adrian Claiborne went out early. And then, you know, guy that people seem to forget already, Andrew Billings. Yeah. I mean, those are seven guys that would have made an uh, impactful contribution to this defense. And they're all out right now. But yet, you know, fans, you know, fans, you know, I know they're irrational. They make hot takes and all that. They're just like the local media around here. I mean, the defense will get it together. I mean, look at tonight, Porter Gustin, you know, a lot of people that not too many people might have known about unless you really love the Browns. I know our uh, our podcast buddies, you know, Jeff Floyd and Pete Smith have been talking about Porter Gustin for like a year now. It, he made some big plays tonight. Unfortunately he, he would have had a sack, albeit he had the face mask penalty, but uh he was blowing it up back there. I mean, Joe Jackson, who we just picked up a couple weeks ago, was yeah. like, getting involved. I mean, there is some talent on the defensive side of the ball, but once we get healthy, we won't truly know how good this defense can be. I mean, it's looked bad the first couple weeks, but there is some dogs on that side of the ball right now. So, you know, once we get everything healthy, I think everything's going to start to take shape. So, uh, So, Andy, like, how do you, th- what are your? what's your thoughts on the linebackers right now? Obviously, you know, they have, you know, Malcolm Smith, they have Sione Takitaki, uh, Tay Davis, you know, they have some guys there right now, but they're just like not it's, finding. Uh, I mean, their... it's,
2: it is,
0: it's, I mean, if, if we want to be completely honest with ourselves, I mean, it, it is one right now, especially with Mac out, it's, it's probably the worst unit in the league. Yeah. Uh, uh And not to mention, is it, Probably one of the, you know, it's definitely one, not probably, definitely one of the worst units in the league. He also got experience there. I mean, yeah. I mean, Taki Taki, he doesn't have a lot of reps. I mean, even, even Mac Wilson, who's probably one of our better linebackers, if not our best, he's even, he doesn't have the most experience in reps either. And not to mention, again, guys, you know, it's a new system again. um And I really, again, I really like Joe Woods' system. I like the way he uses defensive backs. I love the flexibility that he, he tries to find players that are that have a lot of versatility in the secondary. And I like that. Um, that's that's the kind of league that we play in nowadays. I just want to see this defense get healthy. The, the linebackers. I think it's ne- I don't think it's going to be pretty at all this season. Even when Matt comes back, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be one of the lesser units in the league. It's definitely something that Andrew Berry and company, I'm sure I'm positive, will address in free agency in the draft next year. I would I, I actually I would I would assume it doesn't seem like linebacker would be something that they'd make a splash in free agency for it doesn't seem like a position that they'd want to pay for. I mean they they didn't pay Joe Schobert. So I would assume my assumption would be that it's pretty much a given they're going to take a linebacker with one of their first three picks in next year's draft.
1: Yeah. I I really think that they'll just keep dipping into the draft. Yeah. Maybe not even like a first round pick, but I would say anything from like second, third or fourth yeah. that they'll just keep dipping in there until they find a gem. I think, you know, like la- back in April we were all hoping for you know, Logan Wilson or Akeem Davis-Gaylor, and they're both yeah. on the Bengals' defense. So, I mean, I know. I know. you know, Goodson's shown some flashes. Tagi Tagi has as well. And, I mean, Malcolm Smith, obviously, is the leader in that room right now just because sure. he's got the most experience. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully when Matt comes back, you know, I know some of the fans have overhyped him, but hopefully he makes a contribution. I mean, he had some flashes his rookie year. It's a new system. Hopefully he'll be 100% when he yeah. gets back and we'll and see honestly, what he can I'm- do. I, and, and and you said it too because like i i hope
0: people don't have this huge expectation for mac i know they're going to but guys he's still a young player in a new offense or new offense, new defense um doesn't have a lot of reps in his career and he's coming off a pretty significant knee injury um you know i it was a hyper extension but man it looked ugly <laughs> it yeah, looked he, bad i mean he's lucky it wasn't as
1: bad as we yeah. thought it was
0: yeah exactly so i mean it's, uh, he's coming off the knee injury he you know he's in a new defense you know he he's it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a spring train, like, like a baseball player in spring training form it's gonna take him probably two or three weeks to get kind of in full speed so you know it's just oh let's just uh, we just gotta ride the storm out until we get healthy and thank goodness we have 10 days to get that defense healthy i'm really hoping that we can at least at the very least have greedy and kevin johnson back uh by week three, that would be ideal. <laughs> I remember I, I would think I would, I would think and hope that we'll have enough time to get that accomplished 10 days. I, I hope, I hope, I hope,
2: you know, not not only them, but uh, you know, Jack Conklin as well, Olivier yeah. Vernon, yeah. you know, uh, maybe Mac Wilson, we'll see, but hopefully uh, you know, get some much deserved rest as, after a short week, uh, come back next week, get some practice in and hopefully some of these guys can return and be healthy.
1: Um, for their next game and um, get, and get uh, Ronnie Harrison more acclimated with the defense. Yes because, I mean, Yes, because yeah, he, I seen him out there tonight in a, on a couple plays But I'm sure he's still not a hundred percent into the playbook or into the like in His role, but I think within 10 days. I think you're gonna see much more of him uh, in that secondary
2: Yeah, you know It's it's, it's almost a, a mini bye week when you have uh, 10 days in between now in your next game, so they're they're able to do some things, get healthy. I, I think is the most important thing. But uh, like you mentioned, getting Ronnie Harrison uh, more involved, I, I think is something that they're gonna do because let's be honest, uh, Andrew Sendejo ain't cutting it. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I know he's kind of kind of thrown in there with, with uh, Grant Delpit being hurt, but uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I think Harrison's gonna definitely supplant Sendejo uh, moving forward and hopefully. Uh, Harrison can get more involved over uh, the next 10 days before the next game. Um, l- let's talk about Joe Burrow here for a second, because the first overall pick in, in this year's draft threw the ball 61 times tonight uh, at Three hundred, three hundred sixteen 316 passing yards, a couple touchdowns. touchdowns. You know, I was I- impressed with some of the things he did week one. I was impressed with some of the throws he made tonight. Do we think, uh, you know, after these couple games, that uh, Joe Burrow is going to be added to the great list of young quarterbacks here in AFC North.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, you could see it. Like, and I've Lebron tweeted out during the game. Burrow has the it factor. I think yeah. you know he's got the the weapons around him. But I think we can all see that offensive line is not good right now, and yeah, they need oh to gosh. invest heavily. If they have a bad season, they better hope and pray they have a top five pick so they can get Penny Sewell out of Oregon, because that dude's supposed to be like the real deal. And if you have him and Jonah Williams as your offensive tackles, you're you're heading in the right direction. But yeah, Burrow made some good throws tonight. You know, just it's amazing he threw sixty sixty-one <laughs> times. Looking at it now, the Bengals offense ran 85 plays. The Browns offense only ran fifty-eight plays. So I mean wow. that's just crazy. Uh, wow yeah I just yeah but I definitely think burrow is the answer for them at quarterback and it's gonna be fun hopefully for the next decade to see Joe Burrow Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson uh fighting for the AFC North division crown
0: yeah it's like I was I was telling my dad earlier I went, went over to my dad's to watch the game tonight and uh it's like we were talking about burrow and I said you know call i I, I understand you know, being a great college player that doesn't translate to the NFL all the time, obviously. But I I just have a hard time believing that a quarterback who threw 60 touchdowns and only six picks at LSU, um, would be anything at worst. a you know, top 15 quarterback, (laughs) I would, I would share hope. Um, but he, 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 uh, he looked good less he looks good he looks good uh, he, there were was some there was a few plays tonight uh, where he looked like a rookie held held on to the ball too long uh, took especially in the first half there was a, i think it was the first half he took a sack on the right sideline um, should have never taken that sack uh, should have gotten the, <laughs> thrown thrown the ball into the first row um, but uh no I, I think it's pretty pretty safe to say that Joe Burrow is going to be a player
2: Um before we get out of here is there anything else that you would like to see the Browns clean up over the next 10 days besides the defense
1: kickoff coverage
2: <laughs> what was up with that tonight
1: <laughs> that was like yeah because we all thought special teams like there wasn't gonna be an issue you know prefers was had it did a damn good job last year I mean yeah. g- granted the bottom of the roster there was some turnover I mean there's no mistaking that so he's got to get these guys acclimated to what he wants to do special teams wise but and at first half, some of them kickoffs were a little sketchy. I was getting nervous, so uh, yeah. Hopefully they did. Definitely need to clean that up. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't have any complaints offensively. Just start, you know, building confidence off of tonight's performance. Defense, obviously, just get healthy.
0: I I don't think it's an, any, there's nothing in particular. I don't think there's anything in particular that um, I want them to. Well, actually, one thing is just I, I want to see baker to continue to improve and, and progress I, I i i i can't stress that enough um like even tonight like i mean that was a bad pick that was a really bad interception um and and, and the Bengals took advantage of it. they went they went right down the field scored a touchdown now it's a five-point game um you know th- that that was a bad interception a uh, bad point in the game uh bad end of the uh you know you, you're almost they were almost into the red zone at that point i think they were just outside the red zone Um, Or were they in the red zone? It was close, whatever. They were 25 or something. But I mean, that was not a good decision. You know, it was it was just one of Baker's bad picks that he seems to have with at least one per game. I'd like to see him have a mistake free interception free game where he just he doesn't have to put up 350 yards and four touchdowns, you know, just just be accurate. Make the plays, go through your progressions. He needs to get better at, at at you know going through his progressions and 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 seeing the field and seeing the coverage. And if he continues to build on that, that's what I want to see. That's the biggest thing for me right now.
2: If the Baker Mayfield that played tonight plays exactly this way for the rest of the year, the Browns will be fine. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have to do anything special. Um, he he really I, doesn't. I, I, no, I, I, th- I think that he just kind of has to be, like, above average. He doesn't have to uh, <laughs> yeah. do, do – do I mean, he got greedy there at the end on an interception. He doesn't have to do that. Uh, if he can take care of the football, be a distributor, uh, it will be in really good shape. And I think this Browns offense will be in really good shape as well. If there's one thing uh, maybe I would like to see clean up a little bit would be – the penalties they did have eight penalties today for 76 yards uh, i know that's nitpicking a little bit but um, uh, you know there's just some <laughs> dumb things that could have been avoided and uh it's just something that you're, you're gonna get that's gonna happen but i i don't want to see it become a trend uh like we saw last year eight penalties
0: freddie would have been proud of that performance <laughs> would have been below freddie's uh, average
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, on, on our Twitter account over at the Dogland, we put up a poll to see who you guys wanted to vote, the inaugural mayor of Dogland. Last year, uh, we did have the uh, 1085 Top Dog, but since we changed the podcast name, since we rebranded, we're also going to rebrand this as well. So uh, if you guys go over to, to our uh, Twitter page, vote for who you believe uh, is the mayor of Dogland this week. The the options we put up is Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Denzel Ward. And so far, uh, the leader in the clubhouse with uh, about 120 votes uh, is Nick Chubb at 69%. So uh, nice. I think it's pretty nice, nice right? I, I think it's pretty clear that uh, Nick Chubb deserves uh, to be the inaugural mayor of Dogland. Jack, uh, Andy, who do you guys got for the... The first one here.
0: Go ahead, Jackie.
1: The best running back in the National Football League, Nick Chubb.
0: Um, I'll, I'll go with his counterpart, his, his, his tag team partner, Kareem Hunt, since you went with Chubb. But uh, it, it wasn't, guys, it was it, the greatest thing about tonight was uh, I, I think Chubb broke. It was in the fourth quarter. Chubb um, broke that big run. I think it was in the fourth. And, you know, they took him off the field. Uh, to give him a breather. And it's. And I, I turn to my dad and I go, isn't it amazing that you can bring, a, bring in a former rushing champ to give Chubb a breather?
1: <laughs> it's just amazing. It's so crazy. And then I see, like, Joe Banner saying, why did Chubb, or why did Kareem Hunt take that contract? Because he wants to be a Cleveland Brown, Joe. Like, he all, he's always complaining about contracts that Browns are signing. Like, Joe, just don't, just don't be mad that you're not you don't have a job anymore like i mean whatever joe he
0: wouldn't even pay phil dawson you know the only
1: guy that the the only consistent brown for the whole
0: tenure since 99 (laughs) that we've had and we wouldn't even pay him a few million bucks so whatever right i guess it's crazy but you never joe you never sent me those nudes either by the way (laughs) (laughs) only the 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 og twit brown's twitter fam will get that one
1: I remember that. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. All
2: right. You guys got anything else before we get out of here? Wrap up this post game show?
1: No, nah, just hopefully the players stay smart, stay healthy, and stay out of trouble during this uh, weekend of celebration. And, you know, we'll jump right back into it next week to get ready for the Washington football team. Absolutely.
2: All right. Andy, I, I know. It's been a while uh, since you've done what you normally do in streaming, but yeah. if you want to let every, everybody know where they could find you, where they can find your podcast. Uh, sure, you know your, Twi- your Twitter account, everything. The floor yeah, is yours. Yeah, you got. Thanks,
0: man. Thanks for having me on, guys. I, I love you guys. You guys are my boys, so it's always a- always awesome to come on and, and talk rounds with you guys. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Andy Cleves underscore Andy Cleves on Twitter. Um, I actually, f- for fun. I actually just started a new Browns account um, and we had and the Browns Twitter seems to be having fun with it and enjoying it. And I'm having fun tweeting with it. Uh, it's Browns underscore. Iran, ran Browns backers. I ran. It's a little fun parody parody account that I started that. You know what? 2020 could use a laugh and that's all that. The count is for just to have some laughs, but uh, you can also, I also have a podcast. I'm a podcaster to you guys, but I don't have a Brown. I'm like the only one on Brown's Twitter that doesn't have a Brown's podcast. I think I'm like, I'm, I'm slacking, but I, I'm a huge movie fan and especially horror movies. And if you like horror movies, me and my buddy, Brian, we have an awesome podcast called dead in Santa Carla. Um, you can find it on all podcast platforms, Apple podcast, uh, Spotify, all of it. So if you like horror and film in general, Definitely check it out. We have some funny, kick-ass discussion.
2: Uh, I, I guess since you don't have a Browns podcast, maybe we could claim you. you yeah, have you. One need, of ours. Why not?
1: Actually, I You're think always it, welcome, brother. I, this
2: is. <laughs> yeah. I think this is.
0: I, I think this is the only, or no, I've I went on with. I've went on with Caitlin before and crunch time with Caitlin. I've been on with you guys, so yeah, I think this is the only two. Yeah, those are the only two I've been on, but it's fun.
2: Well, I, I get, enjoy it. I, get, I I guess we can have a battle between us and Caitlin for you. Yeah. Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Right, she's my Twitter daughter, so
0: you know. Oh, I gotta, I gotta take. I gotta take. I gotta take care of my Twitter kids. Um, but yeah, guys, me on, man. It's always a blast to come on with you boys and go Browns. Thank, and thank gosh they did not lose tonight. I could not have yeah. handled. Uh,
1: tomorrow would have been a nightmare and you guys know this it would have been oh it it would
2: it it would have been 10 days of this nonsense and it would have been terrible
1: i already proclaimed if they would have lost uh you guys wouldn't have seen me on twitter until like next week i would have just disappeared
2: you know how how serious jack was about this for the first time in five years of me knowing him he sent me his phone number and it was like if the browns (laughs) lose tonight I am not going to be on Twitter. And send me his phone number. I'm like, damn, this is really serious. <laughs> this is the first time I've had Jack's number the five years cool. that I know him. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, um,
2: and I, I, I and
0: they and think they didn't lose. So, man, but I, I, I couldn't have handled it if they would have lost. And Baker did not play well. I couldn't have handled it, guys. I, I think honestly, the first week one, what stung me more was the play of Baker Mayfield more than getting blown out by 32 points that was more deflating for me baker's performance and that's why it was so such a relief how strong and confident he came out today Uh, and i know it's against a a very battered piss poor (laughs) bengals defense but baby steps man and and any i'll take it i will take it and i hope he builds on it moving forward
2: jack uh andy did mention podcast distribution and i know today you worked on something with our podcast so uh if you want to let people know where uh, they can follow you on twitter and where they can check out uh the Dogland podcast
1: yeah uh follow me on twitter at jack McCurry 08 and you know you guys can obviously find us on apple Podcasts, spotify you know youtube anywhere you listen to podcasts but a new one is Amazon Music. If you listen to Amaz if you listen to the Amazon Music app, you can now listen to podcasts on there. So search the Dogland and you'll find the Dogland podcast. So check it out on there as well.
2: I, I appreciate Jack for taking care of that for us today. So we're, we're happy to join a, another plat, podcast platform to uh, add to the, the plethora of options uh, that there are out there. So uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, so many uh, platforms out there to, to listen to our podcast. And we're always thankful for uh, those that, that do listen to us and interact with us. We truly appreciate it. Um be sure to follow our account over at the Dogland on Twitter and on Facebook. You can follow me at Anthony Jokey, uh, J O K I. With all that, we're gonna get on out of here on this victory episode of the Dogland podcast. Ooh, ooh, and ooh. I'll, I'll I'll leave you with this, and, and it's the most important thing, especially tonight after a win. Go Browns!
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. Leftovers or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over 100 different games
2: online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms
2: and conditions apply. See website for details.